What's up? This is Matt Franco. And this is Eric Dittleman. Welcome to Mind Over Magic. Episode 57, big week. I'm back, baby. How you doing? I'm back. Yeah, you sound way more energetic uh, than last week. (laughs) Yeah, last week was a little bit of a struggle, really, on both ends, between me being sick and yeah. then us getting the uh, the wrong file uploaded there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted to apologize right off the bat. Uh, so when Matt sends me his audio file, sometimes it's named very similarly to my naming system for the uh, the upload of the final episode. So I uh, clicked the wrong file when uploading, and we just if you just heard Matt, uh, it, luckily it was like. Uh, if you refresh your feed and everything, uh, if you hadn't downloaded, many of you who are listening to this now wouldn't have known the difference. But if you downloaded like right away or you have auto uh, downloads on or you're subscribed, first of all, thank you. Uh, we appreciate yes. that. Uh, but you might have just heard Matt's voice only and be like, what happened to the episode? Uh, but yeah, if you mark it as played or delete that episode and and refresh your feed, that the actual episode is there uh, for you to re-listen to. So listen to that and then come back to this and you'll be all caught up. But it's also a good reminder to follow us on the social media because I did post that right away uh, when when the error happened. So uh, all the all the updates and uh, information on how to how to fix that was uh, was posted to our socials at Mind Magic Pod. This is how we thank our subscribers. They received the worst episode ever, right? I <laughs> no, mean, it wasn't the me worst. Me with a sore throat and barely talking and a hundred, <laughs> over a hundred degree fever, and just me, nothing just, else. Just, just you. <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted to hear the uh, how how unwell you were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I went to the doctor right after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a couple of shots, and I am uh, I got the antibiotics, and just a few days later, um, I was feeling a lot better. And now I'm really. I'm really ready to rock. So yeah, it sounds like you got pep in your step, and I do. And you did shows. Uh, t- tell me about the shows when you were under the weather, and then like, and then like the night and day difference when you were back to healthy. Yeah, you you, you know you push through. You yeah. you just uh, when you get the the doctor um, had me taken care of. It's almost like you it fools you into you don't even know that you're sick with mm. the medicines they mm-hmm. can give you with these shots. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, I wonder if it's um, like similar to like you know when the professional athletes or whatever they have the injury and then like like you're watching like legendary baseball games in the World Series and like they go out to the the back into the locker room for a hot second and then they come back and they're like revitalized. It's like wow, drugs are amazing. <laughs> yeah, Vegas television and in sports they definitely have like these miracle things that. Um, do the job <laughs> wow wow yeah so, so so it was just like back to new no one knew the difference you're on stage you're powering through you're yeah yeah great <laughs> good yep so ready to rock and roll and that was great we've got a huge huge week this week i mean today is the actual day wow today's august 5th that we're mm-hmm. recording this and six year anniversary since our very first show in vegas Woo. It's a big one, man. I don't have a sound effect, so I'm making it myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you there at the original opening? Were you there at the grand opening? See, and then what do you consider the opening is my next question. I don't know if I was there the day you oh, I was there the week before you opened working on okay. the show. So you were there the l- week leading up to August 5th. So August yeah. 5th, they called previews, but it was a... Mm. 
ticketed show where people buy tickets to come see the show. But then there was a grand opening somewhere around August 25th or 26th or something. Right. But I, I think the anniversary is today. What right. do you think? Yeah, I think, yeah, when you actually went open, like, mm-hmm. yeah, because there's all these terms like soft open and right. real open. And yeah, I think it's when you first have people, like, that's when you actually have a show. It's like when your yeah. show opens. Yeah. So we actually did a celebration on two, a Monday. Oh, great. That way the content was ready to drop. You know, we oh. got the, the photo with the whole team, yeah. the balloons, the cake. I've got um, a whole slew of videos I'm excited to share. So, And you started I posting tre- some of these already on your Instagram a little Those bit. are just a couple of bonuses. Yeah, They're the, the bonus. photos and stuff. But I've got, I've got like documentary style Whoa. three videos. Documentary style three videos to be going up. I don't, and that's my next question is how do you share such a thing? So I've got a four minute part one, a two minute part two, and a two minute part three. Do I do them all the same day? Do I do once a week, spread them out a couple days apart? Uh, does it matter? Are they continuous? Because if it's continuous, I don't want, I would, I would post them all like at once so that people can watch the whole thing. But if it's like, Oh, you could watch this one, the next one, the next one. I don't know. This is the whole thing now. It's like you can't just release something because it's all about content now and like trying to like extend the life of whatever you have on the social media or whatever to 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 just engage users. And it's just kind of I don't know. I'm, I'm I I uh, had to break it up into parts because <laughs> the first one I said is four minutes in in Instagram land. That's like what thirty days long. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how long's a how long can a reel be? <laughs> a reel can now just changed. Funny okay. you should ask. It uh, used to be up to thirty seconds, and now some people are getting the function where they can do up to sixty seconds. But this is not a reel. No, this it's is longer. a documentary style IGTV. Uh, maybe it'll live on Facebook as yeah. well. I put a lot of hours into this. So there's music behind it. Wow. Some fast edits, some show clips behind the scenes. I've got. Uh, all the members of our team or a lot of members of our magic team introducing themselves and giving a little peek behind the scenes into what they do. And it's all very fast moving and fun. In my opinion, I, I, I got to get some feedback from you once you see it. Yeah. Hopefully, once I see it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Th- for me, I mean, I used to just like upload like longer clips on like something like Vimeo or YouTube. Right. And then like link to it. But I mean, it's all. Up well, here's you, the thing that, yeah, see the whole world has changed. Yeah. I did all of this professional style editing, right? but it's all vertical. Oh, interesting. That's how it's yeah. got to be. If you go on Instagram, like the actual Instagram account, do you mm-hmm. follow the Instagram account? No. What should I? Well, they post <laughs> IGTVs. Yeah, I do. I do. And they post IGTVs. Yeah. And they're vertical in format. So I was like, all right, well, that's obviously what they want if that's what they're yeah. doing. It's because so. it's on the phone and that's the style, but it's just like, man... As as someone who's such a movie person and just like still, even though I know it's for that platform on your phone, like just landscape view is just like what movies should be viewed in. And you're, you're, you're supposed to see left and right of the of the focus, uh, you know, not up and down. Uh, mm-hmm. It still bothers me. I, I, I it bothered me up until recently, and I've just I've just simply come around at this point and I've just accepted the fact yeah. that where vertical video is. uh the current dominant uh way of sharing at least on certain platforms yeah, so absolutely I, uh, yeah i mean it would be cool to have a a wide version but it's it, it's going vertical and i'm really excited for people to see it it's like it's like raw but fun and um 
Yeah. Uh, I hope it gives people a laugh, too. I, I tried to make it kind of quirky and fun. So and, anyway. And d- did you like hire out videographers? Did you film it? How did this all work? Oh, good question. <laughs> So I do most of the, like the B-roll. I'll like stroll into the theater and I'll film things that are, you know, I think are interesting shots or whatever. But this time around, what I did was I created a, um, a little homework assignment for our magic team. Oh, fun. Yeah. And said, you know, everyone make a video that is, you know, introduce yourself, say what you do backstage, who you are. And if you want, film yourself doing something fun. Keep it loose. Keep it open to interpretation, whatever right. you want. So some people you know, give you a lot of footage. Yeah. Some people give you very little footage, depending on what they're comfortable with. Some have like really fun ideas. Some are more just straightforward. Hi, I'm so-and-so. This is what I do. Um, and then you take that and you sort of put it together. <laughs> right. So as you can see, it took, you know, there's that's the reason why I had to make this into three parts. So yeah. I just wanted to include everything because there was so much good stuff. And so that's how I captured the content. Gotcha. And and had a few people capturing content during the actual show. Nice. So, so you get a perspective mm-hmm. from like backstage yeah. while the show's going on, but like the actual show, not just like backstage, what's going on backstage, but like the stage from backstage. Yeah. Behind I, like, yeah. I've watched your show from that perspective plenty of times. Yeah. Is that from, right? From the wings. Yeah. Yeah. You have to see the, the side angle, which uh, uh, hopefully, you know, when it comes to magic too, that's not the best angle a lot of the time. So uh, <laughs> hopefully you cut out anything that people shouldn't see. <laughs> well, ever since we reopened, I'm just doing real magic now. So there's nothing to cut out. Oh, wow. That's impressive that you're just yeah. a wizard now. You just, yeah, I'm just a wizard. How to do that during the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I don't even do sleight of hand anymore. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, no, it's all just actually real. I went to Hogwarts um, during, you know, the end of the pandemic, so. There was that Nicolas Cage uh, movie, which I don't think we talked about when we were talking about. Face like, Off. Ma- nope, not that one. <laughs> it was called Next. I think it was like a Philip K. Dick type story. And he was like a he was like a performing Vegas mentalist, but his power was he could see like a minute into the future or something. So he would just uh, do a Vegas act with the superpower, and then like that's where he starts off in the movie, and then he goes on some sort of adventure or whatever using his powers. So uh, you've just become literally use you're using real magic powers to do a, a Vegas show, just like yeah. Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that was really the goal. That was the inspiration. <laughs> you know, I'm not familiar with Next as a movie, but I am familiar with Next, the TV show. Do you recall that on MTV? The, the, like the dating one where it's like, oh, I'm on a date, and then you're like, not feeling it, and then the next person from the bus comes out. Yeah, you just go, next, and the person has to leave, and they send send out the next suitor. That was like pre-Tinder. That was like the precursor to just like, <laughs> all right, I'm I'm swiping left on you. Definitely pre-Tinder. Everyone just liked watching it for the moment where the person steps off the bus and immediately got nexted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Brutal, right? But that made such good TV, didn't it? And I also remember there was um like the the cards that they had for the people as they come out to give like their stats or whatever they gave the producers and there was like always just like the dumbest fact at the bottom of like whatever right they would say. yeah you remember this in I detail do. I yeah do. back in the uh, old school MTV days <laughs> you know what show is back that's sort of in the same vein it was kind of an old school classic and it's renewed is uh, Blind Date oh yeah. Um... But that one was like a pop-up video on a date yes. where the things would pop up and like give little facts. Wow. Yeah, it's back. I watched it while I was sick. You know, I was kind of bedridden, <laughs> and I was. Well, I watched probably like you know fifteen episodes of Blind Date. For the record, uh, Matt's pro Blind Date 
and anti-Bosch Walsic. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, I don't know what that says about me. Anti-Bosch for sure. I couldn't even bring myself to start uh, a second okay. season. That's all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe down the line. <laughs> So while here's the cool thing is while I've been bedridden anticipating the six year anniversary of the show, luckily, luckily, I can just tell from a distance that you have certainly been living life for the cast. <laughs> yes, yes. I had a very busy week of doing many, many things. I was just But like, fun things. I know. Yeah. No, good. I was just trying to get out and explore New York and do the things that I haven't been able to do. And, uh, you know, I had friends around. And, uh, we, well, it, it helped that, like, I had two friends' birthdays. So we were celebrating for, like, a week long <laughs> with, with my friends here. Uh, the first one was, uh, you know, a kind of chill day in the park and then we went bowling i haven't you talked about bowling in a previous episode but i haven't been bowling in forever and uh i finally got the knack of it like the second game we were trying to like capture a strike on for instagram or whatever and it just never worked what i was recording and as soon as i stopped recording (laughs) yeah you you posted a video of you bowling and you hit like nine pins down i was like that was the one you shared. That the that was the only one I could get on camera. Uh, <laughs> it's the it's the uh, the pressure with the cameras live. <laughs> it is tough to capture the strike because like whenever it happens, I get very excited. Yeah, you but, know. But I you know managed to knock down a bunch of bunch of strikes. And as we talked about bowling in the past, you know my my parents met bowling in the bowling right. league, and it's in my blood, so I'm good at hobbies. <laughs> yep. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then I had a gig, a gorgeous gig at a, a private, uh, there was a 41st birthday party, which is a weird number to celebrate. But so we were like, why that? And they were supposed to celebrate the 40th during the pandemic while uh, it was locked down. So they just bumped it a year. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of um, like six years. So we, we wanted to do five. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Everything, everyone's getting the big celebration <laughs> plus one year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Um, but it was, oh, just like decked out to the nines in this gorgeous restaurant that was on the 35th floor of a hotel in Columbus Circle. And just the views of Central Park and just Columbus Circle, amazing. It was amazing. And uh, it was it's it's one of those things where it's like you don't have a stage, so you kind of create your own little stage area. And I did like a 45-minute show, and uh, they were very responsive, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, the, the hotel was a little interesting and the staff there, but, uh, but that has nothing to do with the party or the event or anything like that. But the uh, staff was interesting. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, maybe. Uh, okay. just like, you know, there's, there's requirements when, or like things in your writer, like when you're performing just so that the, you know, you're, you're prepared to, to go. And, uh, you know, like one of them being a green room, uh, just to like chill so that you're not like ah. milling about amongst aimlessly, you know, and you right, can just like right. focus. So we had some issues with the, with a place for us to, to go. Even the, though that was in the rider. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. It was, mm-hmm. it was. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on green rooms later, but so we'll, we'll come back to yeah. that. Um, oh, well, sure. We can get into that whenever you like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we had scam. Scam was busy. I mean, I'm just going boom, boom, boom every day. Like, <laughs> Something. Yeah. Uh, so I was there for Scam, and that was a fun crowd. With they, they had a birthday party there, and uh, everyone was real fun. There was there was an interesting room where like um, 
it was like a group of six, but it was all couples that didn't really know each other. And they were literally sitting as far apart from each other as possible. So it's like another challenge to get everyone together cohesive as an audience when they're trying kind of like shy and not, not really know each other. So just using those same strategies we were talking about with like the alpha males and all that stuff is kind of similar is you engage everyone and then try and like bring them together as an audience. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. We had a, we had a good time there. And Great. Then, I know you've been dying for me to get to this. Uh, I have. The, the Van Gogh exhibit. Yeah, there was a little teaser on Instagram that you shared from this exhibit, and it looks psychedelic. Yeah, there's, there's, there's two exhibits okay. that are both Van Gogh. Okay. And I'm, do- that- I'm doing the other one on Monday. <laughs> oh, 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 gotcha. Okay. Is it the same venue or? It's a different, no, they're different companies. So okay. there's like, so. I had seen this Van Gogh thing going around, uh, you know, social media for a while. It finally came to New York and it was like the big exhibit. But I feel like I com- another company saw it as like, we could pretty much do the same thing. And they like just put up their own. So there's like competing ones. But it's so much cooler than it sounds. Uh, oh, I'm yeah. realizing we're not really giving the imagery oh, of what yeah. this is. Yeah, well, I'll explain it because they're both very similar. So so I will know after next week what the two differences are or the, what the okay. differences are between the two. Uh, but this one is... Uh, Basically, they took Van Gogh's art and they blew it up on giant screens so that it's like a full immersive 360 degrees. Like these wall, like I was looking into the technology and trying to figure out where they were projecting from, but it's mm. like giant walls. Uh, just like think of four walls around you, and then also the floor. And mm. it's kind of like uh, it's just like you sit there and you watch this amazing. 40 minute video or some sort, you know, and just you're watching the walls change. You're in Starry Starry Night. You're in some of his other famous paintings. And then uh, at one point, it kind of switches the whole thing to like this almost castle like gallery where they put all his paintings up and you can kind of walk around and see them. But they're all like animated in a way. And then like there's like sunflowers all spinning around on the floor and you could just like sit and relax while this music plays. And then it goes through all these portraits he's done. It was just like really amazing. But that was the main room. And there's other things leading up to it, too. So one of the neat things that they did was because he did a lot of like still life and like plants and nature kind of things, uh, they had a physical vase, like a big giant vase. It's a and- vase. Vase or vase? You say vase, I say vase. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Nevada, every time I Nevada. say vase, every time I say vase, Tiana tells me it's a vase, and I'm like, I like to say vase. <laughs> yeah, vase sounds fancier. Anyway, uh, but it's a giant vase vase, <laughs> and they projection mapped his uh, his paintings on it, so it would be like sunflowers coming out of the vase and then it would just kind of slowly morph into another painting with different flowers coming out. It was like really trippy to watch. I have the video on my Instagram, but uh, yeah. It was well, really let cool. me, the, the, the room with the, the four walls and the projection on the floor and all that, is it like a movie or is it like where everyone's focused for those 40 minutes or is it ambient where people are chatting and sitting like a picnic? No one was really chatting. It's kind of a combination of the two. Like, uh, there's nothing really to like really pay attention to with like a narrative. There's no like, mm-hmm. there's like a, occasionally a voiceover who will re- read like a quote from mm-hmm. Van Gogh, but it's more like every they had like little uh, carpets for you to lay down on, and they had like little beach chairs too for you to like right. sit and relax. And people would just sit and chill, and it was kind of like you just 
you immerse yourself into this world and like hang out. It was awesome. I want I want you to be brutally honest. You you have the ability to focus and have an attention span, but here in 2021, <laughs> they're very short. Like, is this the type of thing where some people walk in and go after 10 minutes of this video playing, they go, okay, I get it, and they're bored? Or is this something where everyone is just, wow, blown away for 40 minutes? I think some people are, uh, I mean, once you, once you get to that point too, you're kind of immersed into the Van Gogh world anyway, because there's it's not like, right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. It's at the end and it was kind of like, you know, you see some of the paintings that they have and there's like even an exhibit where you could walk into his famous bedroom painting. And so I, <laughs> me and my buddy went in there and we were like, just pretending we were part of the painting. You could do that. So there's mm-hmm. all yeah, this stuff that. leading up to that room. So it's like, there's it. I don't know. There's I was a little mixed on it just because the the coolest part was when it was all the painting. Like if you're in Starry Starry Night or any of his other mm-hmm. paintings, just like surrounding you. The gallery stuff, I was like, all right, this just feels more like a little bit of a gallery. But I was we were anticipating to see you, you know, what was coming next and like the projection mapping on these screens. You're like, oh, this is a weird little fun like animation and like I don't know. There's like. Is this like some interesting things where I don't know he he did some crab painting so they like animated the crabs to like walk across the entire screen and you're like following them and they're like going over paintings it's just like there's a lot to see and a lot to view and you're just kind of like all right well, let's just see where this goes but there's definitely people who are like all right I like this part and now we're gonna just move on because you know we we had a full day you know already or whatever yeah so. Yep. Um, but uh, there is another part. So after after the big room, you can go and um, color your own Van Gogh paintings and like kind of scan them into their system, and they display them up on a little board. Uh, so that's fun little little activity time. And then there's also a VR element where they have like I don't know fifty to a hundred Oculuses. Uh, wow. <laughs> where <laughs> you then just put on your Oculus and you kind of walk through a French town and there's like little picture frames and you kind of look at the picture frame to see his viewpoint. And then they kind of color in and paint the painting that he saw from that perspective. Although some of them aren't really accurate because you're like walking along the edge and there's like a starry, starry night, but he really painted that from his asylum uh, window (laughs) when he was, you know, kind of committed. uh, Right. I don't know. So uh, it was a fun experience. It was really, really cool to see. And uh, just he's a fascinating character. And especially, you know, since a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about mental health and seeing his mental health problems and, you know, right. cutting off his ear and giving it to like a brothel. And <laughs> Is that what he did? I thought he mailed it to a girlfriend or ex-girlfriend. It was like, uh, I mean, it's kind of up for a little bit for debate on uh who it's for but it was like a a prostitute he was interested in a, at a brothel was like oh <laughs> i wasn't aware of that yeah maybe you got the tamed down version when you were little <laughs> yeah i think my grandma told me the story so i might have got the edited version <laughs> but he's like here's a souvenir it's like cool maybe yeah. you should go to the asylum <laughs> yeah <laughs> chopping off your ear yeah it's uh very fascinating and seeing like the inspiration he had from um, like the Japanese artists and the, the way that affected a lot of his self portraits and the, like the big strokes. It was just really, really nice to see. And uh, I'm excited to see the, uh, the next Van Gogh. So <laughs> the reason we're going to both is because we're like, well, we didn't get the tickets to the real one. So we had to get the other one. So I don't, I don't know at this point, which one's quote the real one. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
Well, speaking of tickets, who's making the scratch off the off the uh, off these sales? Is there a Van Gogh estate that owns the rights to this thing? Oh, I have no idea. No. Doesn't I that didn't. concern you that someone's making money off this deceased person? I mean, it's got to be. Is it public domain at this point? I mean, like that. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't. I, I you don't know, there's know. a Someone's hologram gotta... show opening in Vegas. No, for what? like Whitney Houston. There's going to be a hologram of Whitney Houston, and they're going to sell tickets to it. It's just as if she's performing a concert. Yeah, there's like a live. Maybe, there's like a live. There are some live dancers or something, and there's like a production. But like the Whitney itself is a hologram. Wow, wasn't like didn't they do that with MJ and the Cirque show a little bit? Yeah, that was cool because it was like an incredible segment within an awesome show. This right. is a show. This is a full show. Wow. I think they. Yeah. I, I remember. Didn't wasn't there the Tupac hologram or something like that? A yeah, while that ago? was. And it was yeah, just maybe like 10, a one 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but now yeah. it's just. Is that the future? Like now, Matt, yeah. when you're done performing, can you have a hologram, Matt, doing your magic show? I kid you not. The there have been. I, I have been approached to do hologram things like that could exist in other places while wow. I'm here in Vegas, but it's just. At the moment, it's just not for me. No. Also, you like know? with magic, especially if it's all hologram, that's that's just the method, right? Like everyone's just gonna be like, "There's no magic." Happening. Oh, I it's was just, just gonna say, <laughs> yeah. Like, not only is it not for me, I'm not sure it's for magic in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I could see it maybe an artistic thing where there's a live performer and they're interacting with a hologram. Um, yeah. And I know there's been things like that at theme parks, um, like Universal, I believe, like even like the Harry Potter world kind of stuff, uh, where. You know, it's kind of like, oh, we're going to have a hologram here and the actor has lines and they kind of interact with that. Or or maybe it was like that uh, disaster ride or something like that. Or I don't know. But it's like they, they're, there's there. I think there's an artistic element to it. But if it's done right, I don't know how I feel about just a performer and replacing them as if you're seeing them live. And that's it, though. Well, there's like a supposed let's say there's supposed live dancers and maybe some live musicians. Then does that make it different? Were you buying a ticket to something like that? I don't know. I don't know. It might be mm-hmm. different if I, it's like, I don't know if I'm a, like a huge Beatles fan and I want to see the whole band together again with a John. Right. I don't know. Just the Well, novelty. do you know how they do it? No. Well, most people probably wouldn't know this, but it's not a hologram of the actual person. It's a hologram of an actor, perfor- you know, lip syncing to the. To right. Them. And then they kind of CGI map like the actual person, like yes. the hologram to that person. So you are aware of that. But they're doing it live? No, no, it's a hologram. It's all, it's all recorded, yeah. Yeah, but like the hologram even is not actually the person. Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not sure most people re- would realize that. Well, they're they're changing, they're doing like a face replacement or something yes. like that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they could just do it all CG without a person. Oh, gosh, without, yeah, I have no idea. Mo-cap. I mean, wouldn't that kind yeah. of look like animation, right? Dep- depends. Right, depends you can tell when something is not like actual. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm always fascinated by that stuff because even in the Van Gogh exhibit, it was like, all right, where are these projections coming from? And they had like little like holes at the top of the walls where they were projecting across. And then there was definitely, you could see the projectors on the ceiling that were projected down to the floor. But I was like, this needs a ceiling projection too. It was like, just, if they just had some on the floor shooting up, I think that would have been really cool as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I recommend it, and it's a. Uh, I mean, after the um, 
the exhibit. We were on the Hudson River Parkway, just like or uh, the the uh, yeah the park there, and it was just like the perfect night. And it was like sunset. It was like it's like we could have planned this day better. <laughs> it was like one of those like amazing New York nights. So uh, I was happy to get out and doing be doing things. So yeah, mm-hmm. recommend awesome. it. Check it out. Uh, but Matt, I think it's uh, we're getting close to that time. Are you ready? Born ready. For Diddle Me This. Diddle Me This. Diddle Me That. Will Eric end up stumping Matt Riddles? Okay, Matt, here is a riddle. I feel pretty good about this one, and I think you might get it. So here we go. This ancient invention allows people to see through walls. What is it? I got it. An ancient invention allows people to see through walls. Crazy I got it. technology to be able to do that. What do you think it is? I'm looking through a wall right in this moment. Oh, are and you? I am looking to the outdoors because the answer is a window. That is correct. I like the phrasing of this riddle just because it makes you imply like there's some sort of weird technology like to do x-ray vision through a wall. Right. But uh, nope, you just just need to cut a hole. I love that riddle. <laughs> you like it because you got it right. Yes. <laughs> That's why. All right, let's jump to trivia. Matt picks up the question, then he stares at it. Eric's at the ready, time to use his wit. Pressure, pressure, pressure. Trivia, pressure, trivia. Are you familiar? Have you ever heard of a water boatman? Um, I know all of those individual words separately. Ah, so I was playing a little Who Wants to Be a Millionaire during my sick time at home on the little app. And mm-hmm. I, this was a $15,000 question. Oh. I got it wrong. A water boatman. What sort of creature oh, is boy. a water, and then one word, boatman, B-O-A-T-M-A-N. What sort of creature is a water boatman? That's a creature. It's an actual name of a creature. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, a. Think. Hold on. Let okay, me think you, you, for a second. Okay. First instinct is like some sort of insect, but go on. Choice A is insect. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Choice B is mammal. Okay. Choice C is reptile. Mm. Choice D is bird. Bird. Water boat. So have you ever heard of a water boatman at all? No, I haven't. I'm going to have to look this up after to see what this is. But um, my first instinct was an insect just because I know there's like tons of insects that are like like kind of surface skimmers. But the fact that you said reptile, that was like, that could be that too. Um, I don't think it's a mammal. And uh, a bird... Could be. I have literally, there's like no, no clues in the name to give me anything to work off of. Nope. <laughs> just that you gotta like know this obscure thing. Uh, yep. I'll go with my first instinct. Is it an insect? Yes. <laughs> you got it even without the choice, man. <laughs> what That's is awesome. it? What? Did you look into it? Yeah, what it's is- just a little insect. <laughs> it's just called a water boatman. It's called a water boatman, yeah. I, I picked reptile when I was playing, oh, okay, and I got yeah. eliminated, well, and I lost all the fake money that I was winning. You clearly need a phone-a-friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but you need to like earn coins to have. I ran out of lifelines. So oh, okay. Yeah, it's the app version. <laughs> you know, it's not real. Whatever. Uh, speaking of water, though, I went to a party on a boat. Tell me about that. That was fun. Uh, another friend's birthday, surprise birthday party. She works on a boat as a bartender. It's docked. It's like way north. It's like 125th Street, Harlem area. Uh, but it was just like, I realized. <laughs> so so we all went on and we surprised her for her birthday because they just called her in for work as if she was working. And, uh, <laughs> and then we were all there hanging out. But uh, I realized I don't have sea legs at all because even though a boat is docked, <laughs> it still is like... You know, kind of swaying, and if you're right. having some drinks, you're like, "Am I tipsier than I am?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not a big boat guy. You're not a boat guy. I'm not a boat. Not guy not either. not big on it. I mean, on on I have gotten sick on boats. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's why. I mean, that's the thing too with the when you do cruise ships. Like, you have to if you're performing on that stage, even in like the huge theater, the boat sways, mm-hmm. and you have to like be able to do your show while rocking back and forth, and like. Luckily, I never have any like props that have wheels, but like they have big illusion shows, and most of those are just big boxes on wheels. Right. So I don't know how they compensate for that, or do they just yeah. have someone holding it and like steady. <laughs> like it's fascinating to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe not as difficult if you're a comedian because you could just sway and speak, but like if you're moving around, or like even even the big like production numbers on cruises where they have the, the like the dance numbers, mm-hmm. you're dancing and like running around. I don't know how you'd do that. I would get so sick so fast. I feel like I'd probably be better while performing. Cause like when I'm performing, I'm almost invincible and like unaffected by just about anything. But like if I was just hanging out on the boat, I, that would be more difficult for me. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a fun time to just chill on a boat in the, the Hudson river and you know, just yeah have a good time. And then I was just making that a whole day for me because then I, Went and saw a movie in the park and back uh, in Astoria Park. And it was like this gorgeous sunset. I've just been having a New York week. It's just been like the best time. <laughs> yeah, you. this really is probably your most cast living week you've had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I did some gigs. I got to explore, enjoy New York. We, we watched Aladdin. Classic. I was going to say, what was the movie? And was it the yeah. classic or was it the Will Smith? It was the animated Aladdin movie. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, mm-hmm. And I watching again, because I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, but like Robin Williams was doing all these amazing and really old dated references, even like for, you know, when we were kids. And right. now like as an adult, like I'm catching more of them, like some of the mm-hmm. voices and, and impersonations and even, even like his Jack Nichols, which is not that old. Like, he's just right. like, oh, but like kids watching today would not know, you know, those impressions. But it was just really fascinating to see him. And of course, I'm partial to the genie with him being magic. And I, I definitely was the genie once for Halloween one year. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I remember seeing photos of that, actually. <laughs> we will not be sharing those. I don't know if uh, being in blue face is appropriate. <laughs> oh, true. That might not be kosher. Blue. I mean, hey, Zoe Saldana did it in Avatar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's just been it's been a, a crazy, crazy fun week, and uh, looking forward to uh, to maybe having a little chill week coming up because it's yeah. just been out every night. Not only have you had all tons of outings, but even the awkward experience of not having a green room. I'm interested, like, oh sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else did you want to get into on the green room? What else is there to delve into there? Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm curious, like, in your rider and like what you asked for, because I'll tell you the situation we had. So, uh, the thing I always 
like least, and I'm always appreciative for anything because I'm I'm pretty fairly easygoing. I was like, I want a room and maybe like water. That's all I need when I right. need a green room. But uh, I want the room, if possible, to be you know near the performance space. Right. Uh, so this one was upstairs, and it's fine. But it was like next to their spa and pool. So then it was like super muggy and humid and the smell of chlorine and then like they had some stuff but like there's nothing really to like snack on which i don't need i don't need to be picky but the, i was more worried about like sweating through my suit and just being in this muggy hot room so we're mm -hmm. like we we can't i can't be in here and i was like with an agent and like they were trying to take care of it and they got us the, another room which was literally next door but the exact same situation of muggy and chlorine right. I was like no so we were just like there's a restaurant next to the, the 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 venue it's like a little lounge area can we just chill there and they're like um no we need these tables we're like a high class restaurant and it was like what about like just that little like couch area can we chill there for like 30 minutes before you know perform just to chill have a glass of water they're like yeah anything you get you get it's on your own dime and we're like they were just like very I don't know. They were very not accommodating for what is supposed to be a very like five star hotel. You'd think, right? You know, right. they usually you get service that goes out of your way to make your 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 guests comfortable, even if they're not necessarily staying at the hotel, but they're still there and enjoying themselves. So that was a little. It was a little. Uh, you know, we eventually got them to let us just like chill in the lounge, but it was just like all I need is a place to decompress and get ready for the show and have some water and not sweat through my suit. So yeah, got that eventually, but it took a while. <laughs> a sidebar on that for a second. I, I'm a little uncomfortable with like the service at some of these five-star resorts where like, you know, or even restaurants where they scrape the crumbs off the table while you're sitting there. Oh, in between. Yeah. You've seen that. You've had I, that happen. Maybe like once, but yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I mean that, uh, there are certain venues like where you're walking down the hallway of a hotel and if there's like um, uh, any sort of staff member walking in the same hallway as you, as the customer, they will put their back against the wall. They will stop their track and back oh, wow. up against the wall to let you pass. And I'm so uncomfortable with that. And I haven't actually done this yet, but I really, next time it happens to me, I want to do the same thing and just have a standoff <laughs> where I just put my back against the wall and it's like, Who's, who's going to go? Whose move is it? Yeah. But I think they're not. I, it must be a policy because they all do it. So, like, I right. don't want to get them in trouble if, like, they go first or whatever. But Like, yeah. I almost feel like you need to pass them. And then as you pass, go, like, at ease, soldier. <laughs> you know? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're both humans. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like, I, and the hallway's huge. There's, it's not like there's, there's not enough space for me to walk by. I right. Mean, <laughs> so That's crazy. Funny. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, I understand those environments are just they're sometimes are a little weird, but um, yeah, you you got to be comfortable on the road in general. You kind of have to just be able to adapt to anywhere. Um, I don't know exactly what's in my rider these days, to be honest with you. Um, mm -hmm. but like it doesn't mean it's necessarily abided by, right? Yeah, because that's I true. see I see a strong enough variety in different <laughs> green rooms that I encounter throughout the year that. I'm not even exactly sure what it says. To me, there's always an excess of food. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's tons of food. There's like 
celery and there used to be like a display of there used to be a whole like meat tower in my green rooms i swear to god and and like, like i'm vegan we I, don't need yeah, the meat <laughs> yeah like my road manager was too so i'm like what why is there this like display of meats here can we can this be taken out of the rider um there's always like about a thousand different teas sure. <laughs> like, yeah uh, I, but it, it's a little bit it's a little bit much um but if However, you, if you needed a ahead. bare minimum, what would be the bare minimum of like, I need a green room with this in it for you to get ready for you to perform? Um, a mirror is good. Yeah. Um, like something not hot and muggy is ideal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, 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 the caveat for me is sometimes I'll be on the road and it's like me and one other person. And then there's other times where there might be 10 of us. If it's, yeah. you know, in California and a couple people from my manager's office want to come or agents want to pop in. What, you never know where right. it is and who wants to pop in or, or whatever. So um, if it's a lot of people, more space is better. But I've also done um, smaller gigs where like it's almost like a, a closet space in a venue where you're hanging out waiting to go do your thing too. Right. And that's why I've never been really picky about a green room too, because again, I do a lot, a lot of colleges and you never know what you're going to even walk in for the venue, never mind a green room. So it's just like anything that's nearby, I'm fine. And oftentimes if I'm in like a more theater space or I, I'm happy just hanging out in the wings or, you know, just chilling, you know, but I, I just don't want to be walking around aimlessly like, what oh, is yeah. this guy doing? You know? Uh, well, that's the thing. I will happily hide in a small closet space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially, essentially a closet space if it prevents uh you know from having to walk around aimlessly right, right i mean i told you about the one that the one time i had to share a green room with mike tyson i think we talked about that on this ca- it was literally a closet space <laughs> did i tell you about this i don't know if i've heard this Tell it, it was again. a clo- <laughs> it was a just a closet space with like stacked up chairs this was at maybe like a house of blues or something here in vegas for a private event and mike tyson was hired to greet people and um <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, so this that, is different than like peak form Mike Tyson when he's like a super big dude. So he's like maybe a, I mean he's still a big dude, but not. Well, he yeah. he got removed from the party before I even got there, so I was coming straight from a show. But my team was there setting up, or half my team, because half my team was on stage with me yeah. doing the show, and then we sent a couple of others uh, to start setting up at House of Blues. So like they were stuck in this closet space with mike tyson before i got there and then i guess he wasn't in condition to be greeting people so they kicked him out or whatever like the the yeah they just had him leave so by the time i got there tyson wasn't i didn't even know he was scheduled to be there i didn't know anything (laughs) i just went to do my half hour set or whatever it was um and then there was another one i did recently where it was just me and my road manager just the two of us for this private event where it was, again, a really small closet space. And I understand that for some of these private things. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like I said, I'll right. happily stay there as opposed to just, like, milling around not knowing yeah. what to do. Yeah. Um, but it was a shared space because they had all of these circus performers. I don't know if they hired Cirque du Soleil or what mm-hmm. to, like, be doing. I don't know if it was ambient performers or if they were on stage or what. But it was just, like, me huddled in this closet with, with Stuart and then just – uh constant rotating cast of hula hoop artists and clowns and acrobats all just trying and me just trying not to be in their way yeah yeah you're like i don't want to step in the wrong spot and get kicked in the face by an acrobat yeah yeah and like i just i felt uncomfortable even being there there was like mm-hmm. i guess there must have been a small curtain or something because they were sure. changing and costumes and i'm just like i i would like to perform now <laughs> 
and, and some of those situations too it's like again i'm not fancy it's just i want a place to sit and relax and like focus on what i'm about to do but like uh, i've done those you know big convention center type of gigs and all they do is like set up maybe like a pipe and drape four by four cubicle i was like that's fine like like it doesn't necessarily need to be anything it's just you, you want your own little private space sometimes and, uh, yeah 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 for me it's about flexibility like um when i was doing that gig i guess a month or a couple months back in west hollywood that was like on a rooftop of a school or something oh right i remember so that the green room was a classroom which is fine but like these events uh, there's a lot of moving parts so they're like oh we'd like to move that because we want to put catering in there now we ran out of space or whatever right, right. and it's just like okay fine yeah just yeah. do you have another room great all right this is the new one you know so exactly Exactly. And that's, especially, that's, oh, go go, ahead. I was just going to say, and that's kind of where I was like, the agent was like definitely trying to be a little bit more particular about what we were getting. But I was just like, no, I'm, I'm not picky. I'm easy. I just want a room, <laughs> just any room. Right. That's it. <laughs> but go ahead. What are you saying? Well, I, I, I guess it's just, yeah, these, these private events, it is their show. Mm-hmm. It's their event. It's their show. And it's kind of what they want goes. It's not like performing in right. a, on the road at a theater or anywhere in a theater where it's like ticketed and it is your show. But when you're showing up to these private things, it really kind of at the end of the day is what they say goes, you know, and we've talked about this. I've done events where I've almost been hired not to do my act because I couldn't use certain (laughs) language or certain music or, and I had to really kind of streamline things for um, whatever religious reasons were affiliated with the event. So, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, music where you can't have women singing and things like that. So you really have to make substantial changes yeah. or, or or you can't do certain audience participation type things or, you know, so it's like, all right, we're just going to break this down to the to just the magic. <laughs> yeah, you have to be adaptable in every situation. And I'm one of the things that I always try to be, even when, you know, certain things I like to be particular about is like. Is it, is it at the sake of being easy to work with? Because I always think that's what I want to project is like, I am easy to work with. I can make anything, you know, I'll work, I'll go with the flow. I'll make the best of any situation because I feel like people will recognize that and then they'll want to book you again for other things because they're like, if you come in and being a diva and being demanding of certain things, I think even if your show's incredible, they're going to be like, well, this guy was so particular, you know, and just like a pain to work with out off stage. So even though the show is great, we don't necessarily want to bring them in for that again, you know? Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I know your manager and he's, he's a bulldog and my managers can be aggressive in terms of trying to protect mm-hmm. me and make sure that I'm happy too. And I'm always like, no, it's fine. Like, no, right. it's not a big deal to work, but yeah. you know, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. want things to be a certain way. Um, but, and I, and I never question the things that they choose to push for and not push mm-hmm. for and which battles they, they choose to fight. I never question it because they've been in the business so long and I know they know what they're doing, but at the same time, it's like, Ooh, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm glad it all worked out and right, I'm happy right. with the outcome, but like, Ooh, like that's, you know. Yeah. I guess the d- flip side too is like, they also want to make sure that you are, you know, the star and the, the, the client is getting their money's worth, you know, right. and, cause there's that error projection of, you know, like when we were both starting, there was the fake it till you make it because you're trying to get this air of like, Hey, I am more than I am. And you got to treat me like this, you know, big celebrity. But now that like you literally are a celebrity. <laughs> so I don't know about like, that. I don't know if I'd use that word, but 
Hey, I, I still uh, compete with a friend of like, who's the most minor celebrity between the two of us. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a comedian friend or something, right? <laughs> I think he works for ESPN. <laughs> so I, he's, yeah. I can't remember his name, so you're, you're, you're winning. Well, just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thousands of NASCAR fans will disagree. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, sometimes it is just a level of comfort so that you, or, or just the things in line so that you can do your best job too. Yeah, absolutely. Making sure food's not being served during the right. performance, whatever yeah. it is, like mm-hmm. all those things contribute to it and your comfort level and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they do, they do have an effect on things, but at the end of the day, you got to be able to produce with, yeah. You know, in the even the worst case scenario, you have to kind of be able to produce and go out there and do what you do. So, do you have a best green room you've ever gotten, or a worst green room? I'm not sure. I really do have a best. I because, like, almost all of them to me, because I'm so not picky. Like, if I have a mirror and like a variety of beverages (laughs) to choose from, I'm like so pumped. Like in a couch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's a ten out of ten for me. Comfortable temperature. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, and then you add in like direct access to backstage. No, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean that that is ideal. That was I've been put up in some nice suites, and I'm like, this is too much. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm gonna stay in this one corner of the room because that's what I'm used to in these little closets that I'm usually in. So I'm wasting ninety percent of this room by not exploring. <laughs> I do have memories of uh, nice suites, though. Yeah. That's for sure. Like um, yeah. here at the Wynn, before I had was in Vegas and I had, was opening for Lionel Richie, and like I arrive and there's like you know a basket with fruit and a welcome letter mm-hmm. from either the client or the hotel or both, and there was like a his and her bathroom, and it was like a oh, house. Wow. It was like, a, and I was like, it's just me. It's just me staying here by did myself. U- did you use both the his and hers? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there was a, I can't remember. This must have been a private event as well in um, at a venue called the Montage, but in Utah. Oh. So you've been to Montage in Laguna. Have I? Oh, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but this was the Montage in Utah. Gotcha. And we got put up at, a it wasn't a hotel room it was like living quarters oh yeah well, yeah and you were and, like and in your own house yeah but it was just my room and then everyone else i was with we had maybe a small team of four or five people they all had their own rooms too and i was like y'all could have just stayed in my place because <laughs> it was like had an upstairs and a downstairs and all this stuff and we wanted to kind of celebrate after the show mm-hmm. so i had everyone in my quote-unquote room and we figured we ought a room service. Yeah. And 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 the um you know, the attendant comes in to bring the room service up, but there there was a kitchen and they actually set the table. They they oh. they took out a tablecloth and spread it out and started setting up plates for it. And I'm we're all sitting there playing Jenga, like a bunch <laughs> of idiots. Like, we don't belong in this venue, you know? All just kind of looking at each other like, what's going on? Somebody stop her. Like, I, we were so uncomfortable with, like, how much we were being doted on. Like, we wanted to just, like, you know, sit and play You're Jenga like, and have our snacks. Like, we, we got this. Like, just, yeah. like, pop pop the can of Pringles and we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so uncomfortable, but, like, at the same time, didn't want to stop, like, mm. interrupt and be like, oh, don't do that. 
Right, exactly. But, oh, my. And it was, like, honestly, it took, like, it, it felt like a lifetime. It took, like, ten minutes. It probably felt, like, so much longer than that to set the entire table and light candles. I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> Pouring each individual drink. And um, it was a whole nother, And, again, it goes back to the scraping crumbs on the table. And some people probably love that service. Right, exactly. Yeah, but it's very uncomfortable for me. I didn't grow up around it. It's just mm-hmm. it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm like, how do you how, like? Is how much do you even leave for a tip in this situation? Like six hundred dollar tip. I mean, like, what is? <laughs> <laughs> That's also why it's like it's usually so expensive too. <laughs> That's why like I never do the uh, the mini bar or anything like that because it's just like if you even lift it up off the the oh they're weighted thing, they're weighted that they'll charge yeah. you. Now, yeah, here yeah. I wanted to ask you this. What about your thoughts about eating before performance? Because that's the always they were like, we'll bring your food while you're in the green room and then you can do your show. And I'm just like, I I don't like eating before I perform. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, yeah. No, I, I do. I eat even in between. If I do two shows, I'll eat in between. Oh. Not, not crazy heavy fare, but I'll have a little salad, maybe some French fries, you know? Yeah, I just I just never want my voice, speaking of my voice going right now, um, of uh, that getting, uh, you know, affecting the show or like, you know, nothing like carbonated because you just don't want to be like, you know, burping or anything like oh, that. Yeah, so. yeah, of course not. <laughs> I've had instances where I felt like I've eaten too much and I felt a oh, little yeah. bloated and whatnot. Sluggish or like something stuck in your teeth. So I was just like, I'll just avoid that altogether. Oh, I brush before every show. Well, there you go. Do you not? Not well. Sometimes I don't bring a toothbrush with me. Oh, you gotta bring the brush. Yeah, you gotta. <laughs> Even they have little portable brushes. Yeah, they have okay, the little disposables. Yeah, those are good. Huge life hack. Yeah, if you yeah. don't know about those little brushes, you gotta have one of those yeah. with you. You gotta brush before every show. Even if they're two in the same day or whatever, mm-hmm. you gotta brush before each individual well, the, one. Well, I'm not eating food, so, but I'm like doing mints and stuff like that to make everything fresh nah nah you gotta brush before man okay (laughs) that's 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 a rule i feel like i mean even if you're masking up (laughs) you gotta just feel fresh for your your own benefit at that for your own benefit yeah (laughs) yeah so i i mean it's always been an awkward thing because like there's such a social element of like meals and stuff with uh performing at some of these events too and like schmoozing and stuff like that but uh, i mean food has always been a weird thing for me but not now that i'm kind of expanded my palate you know like maybe i'll maybe i'll venture out to these uh you know dinners with the clients prior to the show now i don't know mm-hmm. i'm still still getting used to it it's still you know still getting out of this pandemic and figuring out life in the real world again do you have a best green room best one no i think maybe just like one of these hotel suites or something like that yeah yeah yeah, for sure yeah and then like i said the worst are just like you know a closet or but just fine (laughs) or like backstage and uh, uh, like i'll walk i'll walk the hall outside the venue as long as no one's coming down the hall you know it's fine you gotta love the people who have like absurd things in their rider like gwen stefani needs a treadmill in the dressing room and stuff like that yeah well, you know about the classic, the, the example everyone does is the uh, green M&M's. The green M&M's. Didn't that start with like Metallica? I think it was Rolling Stones. Do you know the, why the... they did it? Yes. I wanted to know if you knew why. Yes, I do. Okay. For our listeners who don't know why, uh, their writer was very particular in their band setup, but th- what they wanted to do is if they walked into their 
dressing room and it was only green M&Ms, they knew that everything was taken care of to the T on their rider and they didn't really have to check anything. But if they didn't see that, then they'd know to go and check all the other equipment and make sure everything else was right. So it was like their their visual check to make sure their rider was followed. Right. Suppos- supposedly. Rumor says. Yeah. <laughs> I think it makes sense. It makes sense. Yes, absolutely. You know? So. You don't have anything crazy like that. Or would would you even ever, for any reason, would you have something crazy like that just for like for any reason at all? No, I think I think I felt guilty once for even. Well, first of all, when I travel, there's one of the things I require are chairs, which seems to be a, a hard thing to for a lot of people anyway. <laughs> Four matching chairs, preferably right. folding chairs. Folding chairs are not easy to find, apparently. Uh-huh. I love how you and the writer it says four matching chairs. Now, what that tells me uh-huh. is that you showed up to venues where there were not matching. Exactly. Uh huh. Uh huh. And um, usually I'm, I'm taping a sheet of paper or something to the chairs. So I've got I've seen all sorts of chairs in my career, Matt. I've seen mm-hmm. chairs mm-hmm. that have slats through them, and I was like, well, that's gonna ruin the surprise, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, or just like you know, rounded backs that aren't big enough, you know, to like hide a sheet of paper, but like you know, they're like cut down in a way. So like I've I've almost gotten to the point where I'm just like taking photos of chairs that work, and like these are the types of chairs you could use, and these are right. the types that you. Oh yeah, we. I, that's one thing I do recall is we definitely have photos in the rider. Yeah, that's yeah. something I never had in the past. But I know, it's like I know we need X amount of like, this is what ramen looks like. This is the packaging, not <laughs> cup of noodles. Then there's like a no smoking sign. Yeah, not this. This. To be clear, this is not your pre food meal this is for your ramen trick in your well that's show. the other thing yeah there's like a variety of foods that are necessary for the show like eggs or wine or grape juice or whatever mm-hmm. and like it's like these are show things these are not just like random food requests so like sometimes <laughs> people would just like think that those were just like not important yeah yeah like no we're not eating a thousand packages of ramen <laughs> <laughs> it's like an egg i thought he was vegan <laughs> yeah right <laughs> That's contradictory information in there <laughs> that's great that's yeah that's good well well I, on the same subject though like talk about your dressing room you have your what dressing room it? for your show and yeah. you you know i saw that being built and the things you added and like you you got a cool sliding door but then you've got your uh your kind of crew and your 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 assistants and everyone who works on the show have their little lounge area it's and pimped the, out now too and it's and it seems like uh from recent instagram videos you've been posting uh they've been having some fun in their little <laughs> what did room. i share that showed them having fun in there i think you were ready to do a show in seven minutes before the show oh that's the green room like oh yeah exactly we're talking about green room so i figured yeah yeah, yeah. so tell everyone what you what if they didn't catch that oh what, they were playing mario kart <laughs> Well, or the the meme game, I think. Oh, no, they were playing What Do You Meme? That's right. They were playing What Do You Meme? That's what it was. It's always something, especially on the two show nights in between. <laughs> so they're just chilling and have their space. But mm-hmm. did you specify anything specifically for your dressing room? Or you're just like, this is a dressing room. This is what they gave me here. Um, I, I specified stuff only because like when I first got it, it was pretty much like a uh, high school locker room. Yeah. You know, it, you, did that bring back bad memories? It was, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it was pretty uh, bare bones. You getting ready in your little wrestling attire? <laughs> yeah, it's a singlet. Thank you very much. Um, 
No, so we spruced it up a little bit and uh, just to, to make it a little more comfortable. Honestly, the best part of my dressing room, because it's nothing fancy, but when you first walk in, there's furniture designed, yeah. designed by Donny Osmond. Wow. I didn't know that fact. I sat on yeah. that couch that was designed yes, by Donny Osmond. That is Donny Osmond's couch. <laughs> it came directly from his dressing room. Wow. And got loaded into mine once he wasn't using it anymore. So not only was it his couch, but he also designed it. Wow. Yeah. And, and then you have a special speaker. Uh, yeah, or just to it, hear the show. No, the, the amp cabinet. Oh, the, it's a fridge. It's a fridge. Yeah, yeah. I love a good hidden fridge. Yeah, a little guitar center purchase, you know? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a Marshall amplifier, but you open it up and it keeps things cold. So Right, right. And then mm-hmm. you walk down the hallway and it's showtime. Yeah. So you haven't even seen where uh, like the dressing room is for our magic team then. I have, yeah, you down, have? a little bit further, yeah. further down, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I've definitely okay. popped in to say hello. it's it's really pimped out now though, because they got like LED lights and a projection wow. clock on the wall. It's it's really it's really come a long way. There you go. Still got the pink rug though. Keep the crew happy. Yeah, well, they did it. <laughs> you know, they took it upon themselves to pimp it out. So, pimp my dressing room. There Whoa, TV there, idea. There you go. Now we got a pitch. Just go we'll to go all the all, Vegas uh, yes. performers and theaters all over the country, all over the world. Yeah, even in like um, like Broadway. I mean, I mean, I was backstage for the Illusionists and got to see what those are like. But those are like tiered up. You have to go down so many stairs because it's like all above and hidden away. But it's just like a mirror and a bathroom. This is pimp my dressing room. We're gonna get the Property Brothers involved. There right? you go. You and we're going to go all, all over the world and country and pimp out these dressing rooms that, that need a little bit of love. Starting with mine. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, I feel like you're going to get into the exhibit category and they're going to get too extravagant. And, yeah, uh, that's the yeah. whole point of the show. It's like, it's like, you like TVs? How about a TV on your TV? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All surra- it'll be like the Van Gogh exhibit, just TVs exactly. surrounding the entire room, maybe there projections. I'll get a hologram of you <laughs> so that I can, like, you know, feel supported right before I go on stage. It'll just be you, like, being like, go get him, Matt. <laughs> and vice versa. You could bring a portable hologram of me. It's like yeah. we're always there. All right. I'm on board for the holograms now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, uh, if you want to tell us about your green rooms or uh, <laughs> have any questions for us, uh, you feel free to reach out to us at mindovermagicpodcast at gmail.com uh, and follow us on the socials, especially if uh, you know you want updates or have questions about uh, if an episode dropped wrong uh, at mindmagicpod. Uh, you can contact us uh, through there as well. And uh, Matt, you got shows coming up. People can buy tickets. Yes, yes. So celebrate the six years with us at some point now or in the near future. Uh, MattFranco.com or Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets to Magic Reinvented nightly at the Link Hotel and Experience in Las Vegas, Nevada. While we're having a good time and the updated show is just bananas. So we hope to see you there. Yeah, and things are picking up for me, especially this month in August, so I'm going to be hitting the road quite a bit. Uh, And if you're interested to see where I am uh, performing or want to book me for something, hit up my website at ericdittleman.com, D-I-T-T-E-L-M-A-N.com. Although if you spell it wrong, uh, it'll still probably get you there. Uh, But Matt, let's hit up our goals before we say goodbye. You were working on your health. How'd that go? I'm back, baby. (laughs) 
you're back. And what are you looking forward to for this week? Oh, man. Um, gosh, what do I got going on for this week? I should have developed a goal before we started here. No, oh, I got to do a photo shoot. I got to no. do a photo shoot later today. So um, that could be part of the goal, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that that's part of it. That and uh, I'm looking forward to dropping this documentary content. I hope people enjoy the, the three parts that I've put together. So we'll see. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I just need, I, I said I was going to clear some clutter. I technically did, but I just moved the clutter elsewhere. So now I got to clean where I moved the clutter to. So I, I halfway. Cleared, cleared off my table, but I just put it all on my desk. So now I got to clear the desk and be not tempted to put it back on the table. Right. If you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> it's just an endless cycle at that point. So uh, I'm going to continue that. And I've actually, uh, gotten back into like really um, reading some more mentalism stuff. So I'm in the middle of a, a thing I'm reading and I want to finish that. Oh, so. can I give one more goal? Yeah. I have two chapters left still. It's been on hold of uh, thinking fast and slow. I'm not done yet. I've got two chapters, about 20 pages left. I want to get those done. So would you say you've been reading fast or slow? Um, <laughs> just my normal regular pace. Okay. <laughs> but taking breaks because a uh, pandemic is, you know, no longer stuck in the house. So Of course. Well, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We gave you a little bonus extra since, uh, you know, we cut it short last, uh, last week ish. And, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're very happy you're listening. Please tell a friend if you do the rating and re reviewing on your app, please rate and review us. That would be helpful for the algorithms. But, uh, Matt, we're living life for the cast. Let's do it again uh, for next week. What do you Sounds say? Sounds good. Sounds Sound good? good. See you for number 58. All right. I'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye.